Today I get to bring on a very special guest to the Channel Junkie podcast, Tova. She has closed over $12 million from her YouTube channel, but she's had the most listing referrals I've seen out of any agent, over $2.8 million in listing referrals. And the best part is yet, she shoots 100% of her videos on Zoom with just her computer camera. She's got extreme confidence for women with no video experience. She gets videos out every single week and she's going to tell you exactly how she does it. So let's get after it, homies. All right, welcome back into the Channel Junkie Podcast. Today I got my homie from my hometown, Tova. <laughs> uh, we actually grew up together, went to preschool together. So we've known each other a long time interesting story is the second youtube channel i ever started was the seattle channel and it kicked my ass but after a year and a half the leads the call started just really coming in hot and heavy and tova took over so not only did she take over the leads and, and closing the business she is a hundred percent taken over the videos so we'll be discussing how she did that how she was able to take over all the clients and camera confidence for women because she kills it <laughs> Let's just talk about that because when those leads first started coming in, I mean, it was all my videos, but you really took over right away. What were you doing, you know, these conversations with these clients right out of the gate? I mean, I think we would always phrase it like, because they would know you from the videos. Mm -hmm. And so they would reach out and it would be like, oh, I'm Jackson's, you know, business partner here in Seattle. And then just, I mean, my first thing was to always just get them on a Zoom call right away to talk about what. Yeah their you know what they're needing and what their process is can i tell you something real quick i don't think i've told you we um you really shocked me the very first zoom call we did because at this point we'd had the portland thing going and we knew it needed to go to zoom call and me and you hopped on this call together with this client and you took over like immediately and the first thing you told them was like hey if you're coming here expect to not get a house, your first three offers. It's tough. I'm going to walk you. And I was like, at first, like, oh my God, what you say? And then I was like, this is game. They looked right into you and just like, okay. I like that kind of mentality. Jesse has that too. Um, I think that's been why you are one of the top closers, but is that something that really helps you is being upfront right out of the gate? Yeah. I mean, especially with that, because our Seattle market is super competitive and we're mm -hmm. seeing it coming back now there's multiple offers like my biggest thing is i don't want to waste my time or the buyer's time like i want them to be realistic and say look you're gonna see a house that you love you're gonna offer on it there's gonna be 10 other offers like you're probably not gonna get the first house so just preparing them for that so then they're not mad at me about it or you know then they don't get upset there's nothing worse than working with a client for six months and then having them be like oh i'm defeated yeah. i don't want to buy a house anymore you know so i find just being upfront with them in the beginning and if they're not ready for that then they aren't ready for the seattle market and that's okay but i'd rather have them know up front yeah no I, and, and obviously if you get them in first that's that's great um you took over the yeah. videos though and you've been someone who just sends me four videos all the time and that's one video a week how are you consistent? Like, what's your process um, for, for shooting these videos? I mean, I just, I try to like plan it out on the calendar. I feel like it always changes sometimes just yep. with our business. You get busy and then you're like, ah, I need to do a video. Uh, but I try to like one week go through, figure out the video that I'm going to shoot or the videos because I do them. Yeah, I do like at least two or three at a time. Um, so figure out the topics that I'm going to want, do whatever research I need to do for the topic. And then, um, then the next week just sit and like shoot them all. 
Yep. Or and I've been doing vlogs lately. Me and my lender have been going and doing like walking vlogs together. And so that's been really, really fun. And we have we're like got out on the calendar for next week to go do like three more neighborhoods of those. So too. So And you were someone you again, just like Rockstar. You we just sent me the videos, you know, and I, I went through and constructed a bunch of titles for you and stuff. Um mm -hmm. but camera confidence for women. I mean, this is something that I talk about a lot and coach and you know, we got a really cool group of us at EXP, but what how, how have you been able to be just comfortable on camera and shoot these videos because it wasn't something you were just like doing all the time yeah i mean i had never shot videos before in my life like i didn't you know i didn't know and Jackson, i feel like what the hell are you doing to me <laughs> yeah well the first one that you and i did together i remember i was nervous and yep. like i remember that was like my infant son was like screaming upstairs yep. and like, it was just crazy and we owned but it yeah yeah and i think that helped the first couple like doing with you and kind of yeah. getting that process and then i mean the way i think about it too it's like i kind of just like to talk and i like to tell people things and like yep. talk about stuff so especially when it's like talking about my city and the certain areas that i know like i'm passionate about it and i like it and i feel comfortable talking about that material so it just makes it easier and i just don't like when i shoot the videos i do one shot i don't overthink it i don't i just go for it and do it and like don't even really watch it after mm -hmm. you know it's just, like, just do it and get it out i mean sometimes you'll like maybe mess up or something and you can edit it out but yep. I just i don't know i just do it just go for it yeah don't and i mean i really want people to hear that because the the other part of this is tova's setup was her the <laughs> web camera and and zoom in a blurred out background and that yeah like sometimes sitting in my kid's bedroom like, yes doing, you know, so. here's the cool part guys is is she is you know she's getting these videos out there well it went from you know i shot 60 something videos and i have a theory behind that the more expensive the market is people tend to come in and, and kind of do that six month like figure out a cheaper market 200 300 400 000, i think they come right in and buy but you know seattle's a million plus to get anything nice so yeah. That was my theory behind that. But secondly, it's a hundred percent changed. Every lead that comes in is, Hey Tova, I love your videos. There's no more. Hey Jackson. So what is it when you're going out and, or, or, or even just at your desk talking about these areas, how are you comfortable about that? Um, I think we need to dig a little deeper. Like, what are you saying? Cause it's not data and factual points. It's typically more like what you do in those areas. Right. Yeah, I mean, I try to find some data and stuff, yep. maybe population or like crime stats or home prices, but a lot of it's just from living in the area and knowing the area and just talking from my experience, um, especially in a lot of the neighborhoods, I can tell stories and be like, oh, you know, I walk down this road and there's this great coffee shop or, you know, whatever you talk about. So I think a lot of it is just knowing the area and talking from experience. And does that, it makes it a little bit easier to talk about too, when you get into those stories. Yeah, totally. It makes it fun too, because yep. then, you know, it's like, I know, and I think people connect with that more too, instead of me just saying like, here's this stat, this stat, this stat. I mean, I feel like people's eyes start to glaze over after a while, but if you can give them real kind of anecdotes from your experience, they connect with it a little bit more. I always try to maybe throw a little sarcasm or humor into it yep. sometimes. Um, so yeah. Now you've introduced a lender. You just talked about this. I get the question all the time, you know, should I be shooting with a partner? Hey, what should I be doing with this lender? Um, and you're leveraging her for vlogs. So she probably has insight on some of these areas too. What's that yeah. dynamic? What, what's your guys' structure for your videos outside? 
Yeah. So, I mean, like we just, we just did our first couple ones. Like we've done a couple like ones like this, where we're on the computer talking about the market and stuff, but we just did a first round of vlogs and it is great because she also lives in the area. And so she has other perspective too of different yeah. things. And so we can just bounce off each other and it's just really like casual talking. I mean, same thing. We don't have anything structured or scripted. We're just like, okay, we're going to go to this neighborhood. Where do we want to start? We're like, okay, we'll go to this restaurant and then we'll go to this park. And then we're just like talking along the way and coming up with yep. whatever we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And whatever you see, you add to the video. Yeah. Yeah. That's really been my, my whole thing with it too. A lot of times I flew into these cities I knew nothing about. In fact, the first few videos we did for Seattle, me and Jesse drove there for like six hours and shot all that be <laughs> so it's nice to see updated stuff but um i i do think a lot of people look at it as like a lender is like oh we need to only talk about market and, and mortgages and all that but it's mm -hmm. not it's leveraging that partnership to get more insights on areas and go back and forth right once she says yeah. something now you're like oh my gosh yeah yeah and we both have different i mean like we're about the same age but i have a toddler and so i have a different perspective she doesn't have kids so she has that different perspective too so we can kind of bounce that off each other and have different experiences to kind of reach a larger audience i feel like too right. because we have different experiences but still similar enough so yep now let's take it back a little bit you, you got licensed in like 2015 mm -hmm. um you know, how were you getting the majority of your business up front? And then what was it like closing those deals versus getting these YouTube leads? Yeah. So, I mean, beginning my very beginning real estate career was rough. I mean, I think a yeah. lot of agents experience that in the beginning. Sometimes um, I started on a team and I would do open houses and you're just like, trying to get clients like really struggling and like, you know, I would get some from my sphere and stuff. So the beginning was tougher just cause you're like out searching for people to yeah. be your clients. You're trying to get them and get them to trust in you and work yeah. with you. That's the thing. Like we joke about open houses in Seattle are like tough cause people in Seattle are so like, <laughs> I don't know, just like standoff or like friendly, but standoffish. It's like dating and you're like trying to like get them to like you and then they just ghost you. Like it just is like emotionally exhausting. So then once you like came to me and you're like, oh, we have these, this YouTube channel we're doing and like started doing that and the leads, yeah, just started rolling in and you're like, oh, I don't even have to like, I mean, you're still working hard, but right. you're like, I don't have to convince these people to work with me. They already have seen me. They want to work with me or in the beginning they hadn't seen me, but they knew you and that, you know, through that, then we would do a zoom and then we would, you know, they would just, there was no like sell really to like get them to work with you. They already decided that they want to work with you. Yeah. I totally different. Now you got a volume of 12 million 54,000 in closed sales from YouTube. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. And you've actually had, I believe more listings than any other YouTube realtor ever. So by having a YouTube channel that also, you know, other agents see that, right? And then they yeah. are they reaching out to you to, to sell their clients home or what? Yeah, like I get a bunch of I've gotten one actual listing from a person who watched the video and yeah. called us like randomly. I was like, oh, I didn't expect That's a awesome. listing. But and that um, was during like the, the crazy pandemic where listings were just gold. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> great. Like we got like 150,000 of asking on that house. <laughs> it was awesome. We had like 14 offers, but um. Yeah, like all the other referrals have been YouTube agents in other markets that have clients that are leaving this area and moving there. So I have 
one under contract now that's a listing that I got. They're moving or they live in Idaho now. I have another one that's moving to Tennessee. We're going to list their place probably in the next month or so. Um, and another one that's maybe if they decide to move, we might end up getting a listing. So yeah, I mean, just that alone has been great too, to get, you know, listings from it and from yep. referrals. We have found that, you know, that online presence, you know, does help with, you know, anytime an agent has referrals and they can search and, and seek you out, you mm -hmm. know, it helps with the agent referrals as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, I, I do want to tell we're going to talk on some systems and stuff too here in a little bit, but I want to really talk about, you know, before the, the YouTube, you were doing some home buyer classes and stuff. I think mm -hmm. it's super fascinating. Um, and I kind of want to give some people some other value. You started doing those again now that the market slowed down and we were talking before, you probably have a little bit more confidence at home buyer classes now that you do video, right? Yeah. I mean, I think always before I didn't mind too much getting up in front of people. Like I said, like, previous jobs I've like managed and trained people and, you know, so I don't mind like talking about stuff and yep. getting in people necessarily, but I think, yeah, just doing it. I mean, the more you do it and then the more experienced agent you become, it just becomes easier to talk about the process and your process. You sound more confident in it. And then, yeah, with the video too, it's like, I can speak to so much more cause I just like, yeah. I don't feel nervous. So explain the, what you're doing for a home buyer class and how you're getting the people there and, and what kind of like calls to action. Cause you currently have, you're putting an offer in today for one. So what's that yeah, look like? So, I mean, so we do, it's my same lender that I work with yep. on all the YouTube deals too. So there's in Washington state, there's down payment assistance programs. And for people to get these down payment assistance programs, they have to go to this class and do, it's like it's five hour home buying class. So that's what it is. So we put it up on the Washington state housing finance committee website. Oh. And then I get like through YouTube, I get a ton of rental leads too. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily help them. I've had a couple of renters actually turn into buyers, but um, any renters that reach out to me, I still enter into my database. And so I send them all an email of this home buyer class too, just to try to get more people. And I've actually had a couple of YouTube rental people come to the, um, classes. So we do that and then like do Facebook ads and post it and then people will come to it. And then it's just all about kind of following up. Same thing. You know, you phrase it as like, you can pick whatever agent and lender you want in these classes. They don't have to work with us, but then they usually do. Cause you're just the one there with them. I, yeah. I have never heard that's such a rat wrote that down, but you're leveraging. Cause Hey, I get a lot of renter reach outs. You know, that's something mm -hmm. I hear all the time. Mm -hmm. That is a great way to get in front of them again. Yeah, they may not know some of these programs available, especially now that things are slow, like there's more programs. So I wanted to go a little deeper on this because, you know, like I just mentioned, we get a ton of these calls for renters. How are you reaching back out to these people? Do you have them all like, you know, in your CRM as renters? Um, and then you're inviting them to, the, to these classes, too, as well, huh? Yeah, I mean, my first because you they'll ask about apartments. Like my first question is, like, do you want to buy a rent? If they say rent, Good. I kind of have like a canned response that I send back. Like, you know, our market, unfortunately, we don't have many rentals uh, or access to many rentals. If your price point is above, I think I have like 2,500 or 3,000 your monthly budget. It might make sense to buy. Um, so sometimes people just like never respond back. And then sometimes they're like, oh, actually, yeah, I'd like to buy eventually, but I just you know, I, I need to start off renting first. So if that's the case, I'll take a call with them always. Um, and then just kind of get them in my system and keep them on a drip. And I've had renters that have absolutely reached back out to like buy yeah. too, and I've closed them. And then even if they 
are still renting, but they still kind of respond back. Cause I always say like, I'm happy to help out with neighborhoods or whatever. I'm happy to answer any questions. Um, but yeah, then I enter them in my CRM as renters. And then when I do these homebuyer classes, I just send them an invite to the homebuyer class, um, to see if they want to come. Yeah. And then you, you know, reached out or we were talking and, and then you decided to come over and choose EXP Realty and join us. What was that transition like? Was it difficult, uh, you know, leaving the brokerage and where you were comfortable? What was that like? Yeah, I mean, I think at first there was like hesitation because I was very involved in my office, just yeah. like I would go in all the time and I was on like committees and all of that. So that part was kind of rough, but it was right in the middle of COVID too. And I had just had a baby. So I wasn't going into the office at all. Like the office was closed. So I'm like, well, what's the point in like staying here for the office if I'm not even in the office? Um, so yeah, then I decided to make the transition. I feel like it wasn't that difficult. The hardest part was like switching over my email and like kind of that type of stuff. It was mm -hmm. just, I feel like that's what like, like that, yeah. not changed for a while. Cause I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to deal with my email and stuff, but um, got all that done. And then otherwise the other transition has been really easy. I feel like EXP's great. I mean, they offer great support yeah. and honestly, I've gotten more ref like people just referring and like random agents calling me from EXP than I've yeah. ever had, like at my past brokerage. Like I just had an agent call me last week and was like, Oh, I see that you're in this area. I have like a listing referral. I'm like, okay. yeah." They do have massive yeah. referral areas. Yeah. And then all, just our group alone, it seems like. Yeah. Man, we know so many people and Seattle's the hotbed for for your listings. So, yeah. you know, and if anybody, um, I'll have Tova's contact down below, you guys know. So if you're in a similar situation uh, at a brokerage and just wondering, you know, how tough that is, what to do, just reach out to her directly and have those conversations. Yeah. Any advantage that you get from joining me at eXp, you get the same, you know, advantage of joining Tova too. So you could get coached by her um, and the yeah. way that she grows her business outside of YouTube too with the home buying process and um, yeah. and then you still get coaching available with me. So make sure you reach out to her. And I've just been leaving these people with like one tip, you know, especially for all the ladies out there. What do you really recommend for the, for, uh, anybody, but especially the women out there who want to, you know, take their business more to video or YouTube. I say, just don't overthink it. Don't like get too much in your head about it. Like just do it. You just have to like take that leap. It can be scary at first, but once you start doing it more often, you get a lot more comfortable. So, I mean, you just got to go for it. Like, don't be afraid, That's and what, haters yeah. are crazy, but there's plenty of people that will love you too. So <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's definitely some, some weirdos out there, but man, the people that do call you, they love you. And it doesn't matter male or female who I've interviewed. It's the same thing they say every time, just, don't worry about the perfectionism. It is just get those yeah. videos out there. It comes easier. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, homie. Well, thank you so much, guys. Make sure that you subscribe. Uh, we have plenty of videos, long, short, and the podcast here on YouTube. So hit that subscribe button. And until the next podcast, we'll catch you later. Bye.